0: another episode of 30 flirty and surviving i am your host tracy um please 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 if you love me rate subscribe like comment follow on the everythings apple iheart spotify youtube instagram is 30 flirty surviving podcast it would mean the world to me it's actually not surviving podcast it's just 30 flirty surviving i changed that recently i got that handle got that oh. handle switched it up baby so don't get it twisted 34 is surviving i'll learn it eventually um i wanted to quickly before we dive in today's show just thank everybody because For me, coming back solo was a little bit scary and I was a little nervous about it, but everyone has been so sweet and supportive and warm and welcoming, and I really appreciate everything that um, everyone has said so far, so um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Um, but please get yourself a drink because I have two very special guests with me here today. Um, We are keeping it in the family again today, and I have two other Big Night podcasters with me, Drinks after work, Abby and Shannon, hello ladies.
1: Thank hey. you for having us. Yes.
0: Thank you for coming. I feel like I'm very excited about this because Abby, you and I, we text, we talk, we've had a lot of time together. Shannon, we have not. I feel like we've had very few and far in between. So I'm like excited to hang out with you and then also get to know Shannon even more.
2: I love that. I know. I feel like we've seen each other at like the big night events. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Like in passing. I feel like what we're, the um, podcast party we had not too long ago. I it was like too many people. So even when I saw you, it was still only five minutes. So now we get some real like, quality time yeah
2: i mm-hmm. also feel like we both talk a million miles a minute so i feel like we s- will see each other for five minutes and we'll be like so how's your life how's your boyfriend how's everything going yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay great that was so great catching up and it was like a, a year worth of information yes
0: yes 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 <laughs> so nothing's actually absorbed because it was just like we're still processing um but please um if you guys don't know them already you can follow them on instagram at drinks after work af- uh, underscore i was gonna say after work that's yeah. not a thing. Um, and then um, what are your
2: personal, I don't know how to say your last name, Shannon.
1: Kitenji. Um I don't even know how to say it's
2: it. It's weird, it's <laughs> Turkish, no one knows. Just Shannon Katenji, Katenchi, Katenji. Katenji, Katenji. Okay. Whatever Katenji. you need to say. is
1: Shannon Katenji. None of my f-
2: none of my <laughs> no. best friends know how to say my name.
1: I was like
0: like my last name is long, Shermahorn, and people butcher it all the time. So I saw that. I was like, I'm not even gonna try. I, I know what it's like. I'm not even gonna bother. But you're like
2: shorten yours sometimes.
0: Yeah, on Instagram I just say Tracy Sherm. I need to start doing that. Like, no, Shannon because Ket. people are like sure that's your last name right like they don't they think that's my actual whole ass name
1: (laughs) well i've been begging shannon to change her handle on instagram because i don't like when i tag her and i on our drinks account because my name on instagram is so short and hers is so long and aesthetically it bothers me. it doesn't add up it doesn't match i'm like uh shannon yours because yours is just a yeah yeah oh and you pronounce
0: it right yes yeah that's right um Wait, I was going to ask you another question, but
1: I can't remember right now, so I'll get Our to that. personal instances? No, you just told me that. Oh, I did. Did you not? <laughs> you, yeah, I did. <laughs> did. Shannon, did you share
0: yours? Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Also, I want you to know that I thought your real ass name was Sophia for so long. I remember, like probably a year ago when you guys first started the podcast with Big Night I think I was talking to like Kyle or something and I was like Abby and Sophia and he was like what <laughs> <laughs> I truly thought that was your name for so long but is not like your like where does that come from
2: so basically it's the weirdest story and I probably should just change it back cuz it's been years yeah at this point even though it doesn't feel like it has been but when I graduated college, I went on a trip with my sisters to Seattle. I don't know. I just was like obsessed with Grey's Anatomy in college. And I was like, I feel like I would like belong there. Weird. Anyways, booked a trip out to Seattle and to LA. And we have like friends and family in LA, but not in Seattle. And it was like the first trip. It was just like me and my sister kind Mm -hmm. of solo, not with big group, not like a spring break trip. And all of a sudden on the flight, we got this like weird feeling where we were like, wait, what if there's like, psychos in Seattle and they can find us and track us down. And like, we don't know anyone here. Like we have no protection. So we were like, we have to come up with fake names. Like we have to have like fake identities. Like no one can know it's us. We can't tell anyone like where we're staying, like anything like that. So we decided, Bianca was like, I think you like should, we're meant to be a Sophia. Like you're Sophia. I was like, okay, I'm Sophia. And then we never thought of one for her. So like, because we were just kind of like, wait, we had to love her name. So we kind of kept hers, her name (laughs) is Bianca. So I just remained Sophia for that trip. And we just had like the best trip of our lives. And like we were at the bar and everyone was like, yeah, Sophia, Sophia. And I was like just vibing. And I feel like it was such a fun trip. And I was like, wait, I kind of just love this. And it became like my drunk alter ego. I love it. And every time I would like go out like to a bar, or like to a club and a guy would be like, what's your name? I'd be like, ah, uh, Sophia. And it just became a thing.
0: I love that. So if you were to get kidnapped or murdered, your sister would be screwed because she had her real name. So only you were protected. I don't know why she just like didn't, or
2: maybe we thought of one, but she didn't like it or something. Yeah. Like I don't remember, but it like wasn't a thing.
0: Um, speaking of alter egos, that makes me think of Sasha Fierce, mm. which makes me think of sasha Mm. so before we talk about the show and dive into that because i want to ask you guys questions about drinks after work but i wanted to give you a background of how i first met these girls um and i kind of forgot about this until i Uh, talked about it last week with those girls you (laughs) know um but we were on we met as contestants on the burnt toast dating show what was your name again I with was a candy. candy with a K. Candy, candy, with a K. candy. Yes. <laughs> yes, Um We were talking about how wild Destiny was last oh, week.
1: Yeah, she was something else, and
0: that—that that was all <laughs> Evan Sierra's fault. But. Um, that was how you and I first met and I feel like you it, like her wildness made us bond yeah. that much more because we were so terrified of her we were like Sh- what do we do yeah, what is the,
1: happening you were on the left to me and I every time she did I would just look over at you yes. and be like um yes. are are we going to try to top that or what's the what's the vibe here like yeah. is she going to be the main character and we're just She was here. main character yeah, main that character was, I I'm trying to get that scrubbed from the internet <laughs> (laughs) I know I have PTSD (laughs) it was fun though. It was fun and we wouldn't be here today if it weren't for that day truly
0: truly I think it brought all of us girls closer and then also was like it showed our personalities and now we all got podcasts so I know I'm mad about it fair trade that's true you guys
2: kind of like made a deal with the devil yeah
0: Yeah, exactly (laughs) exactly Uh, um so my question to you is did you have a first impression of me that night
1: Oh, first impression. Um, no, it's just like, damn that bitch. She fricking won. Didn't oh. she win? <laughs> yeah. You did say I that. Like, like oh. she came back and she was like, I didn't fucking win. And I was like, who won? I'm, I'm very competitive. So yes. I was like, oh. no, but I thought you were wicked sweet. And obviously your voice. I, I thought I would hate you. I didn't think that I would like you. Oh, why? Cause you're so nice. Do you think I was like fake? You mean? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. no Abby just likes she hates she nice just people mean like people. she's she's more what we call like mean-spirited. Oh, well, I was just like <laughs> Oh, I just Cause I'm just not an overly nice person. So when I'm, I'm met with someone that's super nice, like yourself, I'm like, Oh, they're going to hate me. Oh, that's so funny because I did not get that impression. Like I thought yeah. you were so sweet and we like exchange numbers. No, I liked you hundred percent, but I just didn't think that you'd like me. Oh yeah. No, oh.
2: Love, you. <laughs> love you. Love did you. Did you think I was nice when you met me? No. Okay. I was afraid of you. Oh, Wow. <laughs>
0: You have a you have a presence.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. People say that, and I'm like, I don't understand it, but I think it's like, I, I don't think I'm. Aware. You walk it's in like and unc- people look immediately, like now drawn that I to know you. But it's a good people thing. It's like, a good thing. Yeah, people are. Like, I met you and I like instantly thought you were a huge bitch. I'm like, what the fuck did I ever do to
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. You just showed up.
1: <laughs> oh, just your aura. The aura. Um, your aura.
0: Okay. So the show. So we are what? Almost fifty episodes down. You guys. Yeah. Just about 50 yeah. episodes. Yeah, it's and, 50 last week. Yeah. Oh, and what, a year of doing it officially? I know you were yeah. doing
1: it prior to Big Night as well, but a year with Big Night Big or a year Night. in yep.
2: total? A year with Big Night was
1: in November. So yeah.
2: Before that, we'd put things on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. but a year ago we started actually podcasting. And
0: now you're 20,000 downloads down. I mean, that's huge. Big deal. So congratulations to you you. girls for that. Thank you. If my listeners at home have not heard of the show before, and this is their first time hearing about you guys, um, how would you describe the show itself? Like, do you have a little one-liner, like elevator pitch to explain it to somebody?
2: Yeah, Abby, I know you're going to be like, <laughs> you have to do this. Hey, you work in sales. You do your thing. Um, yeah, so I think basically Drinks After Work is a show that is for girls in their 20 who have, you know, usually corporate jobs, working in corporate America, overworked, underappreciated, but hosted by two girls that are in that exact same scenario. I think Abby and I realized, you know, through the pandemic, we listen to so many podcasts. We watch a lot of YouTube. Not that we have anything against us because we wish we could be these types of people, but we noticed (laughs) that a lot of the girls that we follow on YouTube, a lot of the girls have podcasts that are really big. Mm -hmm. That's their full-time job. So when they're not podcasting or YouTubing, they can kind of go off on like a Monday afternoon and go shopping, get their nails done. And like their life is just a little different Mm -hmm. and almost a little unattainable. And we were like, how cool would it be to write, not to write, but to kind of host a show and talk about life. From the perspective of people that are actually, you know, just living an ordinary life, living in the city, like trying to manage having a corporate job, going out for drinks with your friends, going out on the weekends, trying to stay professional, like still wanting to party like a college kid, but you're a little bit older now. And we kind of wanted to just put that all into one show. And then we also have a segment called Drunk Deeds where... Abby and I are not big into pop culture. So we literally were like, let's force ourselves to like get it into like understand pop culture and just give a few facts to people every week who also don't have time to like get into TikTok drama, you know, the celebrity Kardashian. drama. Right, right. I love when you go
0: over the drunk deeds and Abby, like you try, you try so, you give so many context clues, you give references and Abby's still like nothing.
1: No, like has no idea who I, no. these humans are i'm not even gonna pretend like i do i i don't have cable i don't the only time i'm looking into pop culture is when i'm looking mm-hmm. for things to talk about on the show because i just generally I don't it. care but i
0: think that's like a true testament to the concept of the show and like a not only is that probably not your biggest interest but even if it was who has the time who right. has the time like give me a yeah. roundup
2: and that's like the kind summary. of the point like we're not claiming to be pop culture experts like I have friends who watch every single like type of show on Bravo and they mm-hmm. watch The Show. they watch every single thing and they know every fact and that's just not us I think our our vibe is more like there's other girls that are like us let's just give some random facts so people throughout Mm -hmm. the day can throughout throughout the week can be like oh like I kind of know what's going on in the world and then just move on
1: yeah and (laughs) if they're in a bar getting drinks with friends they can pretend like they also know what's going on (laughs) yeah exactly exactly it all comes back down to drinking (laughs) in the end of the day fake it till you make it baby yes (laughs) um
0: and what specifically about podcasting versus maybe like a blog or blogging, like you were doing like other forums was appealing to you guys
1: what do you think what was appealing about podcasting
0: yeah as opposed to like some a different way Mm. or a different channel
1: so i think a blog
2: wouldn't have worked because you can't spell
1: yeah (laughs) i'm not which is so weird because i'm not good i'm not a good writer i never Mm -hmm. have been i it's hard for me to gather my thoughts onto paper into sentences Mm -hmm. so i feel like when shan and i we sit down we put our headphones on the mic is on we just talk and we and that's what i'm good at is yeah rambling, shooting the shit, just having girl time together. And, you know, we do we never want it to be scripted and like unoriginal, like Shay and I, we try to come up with, you know, authentic relatable content that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just stuff you're hearing in the studio. Like Shay and I will actually talk about this outside of the studio and yeah. like in our normal day-to-day life.
2: Yeah. And I think that too. So we love vlogging, like, we think it's so much fun. We love to do it. Um, I think the thing with vlogging is that a, to be completely honest, we, most of the vlogs we put out, we edit ourselves and we suck at video editing. So it just, it's, it's definitely like a, it's a talent. Mm -hmm. And I really respect the girls who can put things like that on YouTube consistently. People don't realize how much time it takes. So So there's just like the time that it takes to do it. Um, but also additionally, we kind of realized over time that, during the pandemic everyone was at home like watching youtube mm-hmm. you know watching podcasts i think that as people are starting to go back to the office a little bit more people are starting to like, listen to podcasts again on their way to work yeah and since our whole like idea is stuff after work i think we were like it's great to like have a podcast that people can listen to like while they drive into the office mm-hmm. that's like about people that kind of like live work in the city etc
0: i completely agree i um used to have a blog back in the day. And that was sort of my first exposure to like social media and that I never knew that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I started off with like a fashion blog um, that I did um, with a friend of mine. And um, it was really great. And like I did, it was fun. You know, you network, you meet influencers. Like you're in little circles, events here in Boston. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, But when I thought about it, like this time around, I feel like podcasting, It has its benefits because it is like... The little quirks and like the mess ups or like just the I lost my train of thought or like the little laughs I feel like it adds so much character and personality and people really get to know you in a different yes. way or a different level um, and I also think it's great because people can multitask like to your point like you are not going to be able to read my blog while you're in the car yes but you can listen while you're in the car you can listen while you're in you know you're working out so people like on the go people who are still busy it's still lens to that group of people because i feel like the blogs just fall short if if like you don't set aside the time that's for so it. true
2: and i feel like you're putting like your best foot forward in your blog not that you're not doing that on your podcast but i feel like yeah. people listen to like an hour of you talking so they're like really get to it's know you it's not always yes. going
1: to be perfect yes. Yes. when you're just candid
2: exactly exactly um, wait what was your what
0: was your blog called um it was called boston a la mode Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love that. When's the last time you like posted oh, on it? Oh, I we st- oh, I stopped it in probably like 2017 or so. So it's been a while. I don't it's even think it active? exists anymore. I no. think GoDaddy got rid of my uh, website. Oh, no. <laughs> I stopped Damn. paying for the um, website, but yeah, it was, it was really fun. And then, um, I, we, I ended up moving to California and, um, the girl that I was doing it with, she also moved to California. So we like rebranded and then we did it again for another couple years, but it became like challenging being in different, places. It was harder to, like, do things together. You have to, like... I had to, like, fly up to San Francisco to do a photo shoot with her. And I was like, this is just too much. Too much. So... And, yeah. And also, it was very fashion focused. And I do love fashion, but that is not my passion. Like it was, it was just fun at the time, but like I am a sweatpants, like yoga pants, (laughs) sweatshirt type of girl at heart. So I'm like, it just didn't feel as authentic. I loved the writing aspects of it because you could like add in more things about what I did this weekend or why this is important to me or what I'm getting dressed for or whatever. And that stuff I enjoy, but I'm like, I really don't care about this Zara blazer at all.
2: Right. Like it wasn't your passion. No. Well, people say that though, because, um, Who is it? Was it Maggie that said this to us? Someone was like, people always try to get, try to like make it or try to get into some form of media. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing something because you think it's what people will like, eventually it's not going to work. Because people can tell like deep down when you're talking about something you're passionate about. And even if they can't, eventually like, You can't, like, I feel like you can't get up here every single week and talk about something if you're not actually passionate about what you're talking about. Eventually, you're going to be like, this is exhausting.
0: People can see right through you. Exactly. A hundred percent. Speaking of all the different ways that people can see here, you can be in front of people. With the podcast itself, what do you hate more? Seeing yourself on YouTube or hearing yourself
2: in the audio?
1: Mm. Because we're
0: all our own worst critics.
1: I'm Mm. sure you could guess mine.
2: Yours is... Def- oh, actually i don't know what yours is it depends on like the
1: day it <laughs> <The day>. depends <laughs> on the day it depends oh. on the day
2: okay well you don't usually listen to our um podcast so i feel like you don't even like know what is You don't listen like. to the episode. No, Not Ever. Actually. I have to. I'll send her like spark notes. I'll be like, "Hey, this week, like we did a great job. Like a few quick we notes. We like, A like, few quick notes. Like I feel like we shouldn't have said this. Like this was yeah. a little too like like Did you?" She'll be like, "Great, thanks so much." Or like the criticism. I'll be like, "Wait, who said that?" Like she's like, "Wait, who the fuck said that?" I'm like, "You did." She's like, "Oh shit."
0: I'm dying. You don't listen. I feel no. like to your point, I talk so fast that as soon as I walk out of the studio. I could not tell you anything I said. So I have to go back
1: and rewatch it because I otherwise just go the I-, outline. I don't, I don't rewatch or listen. I go like literally, what was it yesterday? We were trying to figure out a title and description for our episode that dropped today. And I was like, shit, what did we talk about? And so I went to the outline and I sent Shannon like bullet points of what we talked about. And I was like, all right, let's build something off of this. And that's oh. how I do it every week. Wow. so
2: yeah so funny so, but so to answer the question but to answer her question what would you say yours is i
1: hate looking at myself yeah. looking i i like to believe the camera adds 10 pounds if it doesn't lie to me <laughs> um, if anyone
0: asked it 100 yeah
1: well yeah no i think i think it depends on the week like
2: mm-hmm. if i'm pmsing and i'm like you know five pounds heavier than like usually i don't <laughs> like to look at myself <laughs> but if i'm like having a good hair day i don't know it depends like Usually I feel like looking at yourself I, for most girls, I would think is, is hard because yeah. mm-hmm. also you're like podcasting. So it's not like when we used to post YouTube videos, we'd, be like, we had oh, to look we'd have Abby's, Um. Ring we used light. her, well, we had a oh. ring light. We also used your Try. camera. Remember we used your iPhone camera, and so we'd like put the front camera on so we could see ourselves the whole time. So you can make little adjustments, make sure you like you look good and pretty or whatever Mm -hmm. how we wanted to look. But like when we're in the studio, we don't see ourselves. So I could be like letting my like (laughs) oh my my god, God. yes, I could have like half of like a boob out. Like I don't know what's going on. So then I watch Mm -hmm. it later and I'm like, oh my god, is that what I look like when I talk? Like how does no one correct me? Yeah, it's like for everyone at home. Like when you
0: get dressed to go out for the night and you look in the mirror and you're like, I look. Bomb. I'm so excited. I'm so cute. And then you see yourself in a photo and you're like,
1: no, what the fuck? Or in the
2: mirror in Is the that bathroom. It's that times 10. Yes. yes. <laughs> or like Is that times 10. Yes. Or even worse because I feel like when you're I do this when I get dressed to go out I'm like looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like sucking in. Yeah, like I'm holding like, my mm, hips mm, in and I'm like, like oh I shit. ever going like yeah, that? But then when I'm actually, if someone were to take a video of me without me knowing at a bar sitting there, I'm probably like frumpily sitting. My like <laughs> stomach's probably like hanging out. Like it's probably like not a good look and uh. I like think in my head that I because I only saw myself in the mirror but right. I do not look like that
1: <laughs> I also didn't know that I hated my side profile until we podcast I didn't know what my side profile looked like me neither like. it's like a different person I yeah. don't recognize and her. now I get self-conscious when I'm driving with my boyfriend <laughs> in the car I'm, I'm like no. don't look at me Abby's like driving into traffic because she's like hey how's it going like only facing him <laughs> I wish I
2: were lying he's definitely like, he thinks he's like mad at her
1: yeah. I mean mad at him yeah. he's like
2: why aren't you looking at
1: me like why <laughs> What's going on? Don't worry about it. That is literally close. <laughs> so to answer your question, you, the looking at yeah, myself. Yeah, definitely looking. I would
0: I would agree. I would agree. Um, but I like that you're like, I don't know.
2: It depends on my mood. <laughs> depends <laughs> on the day. Sometimes I hear myself and I'm more annoying than usual. And I'm like, all right. Um, so, okay. So you
0: touched on it a little bit with the elevator pitch. But I love that you guys are like these CEO corporate bosses during the day and then like Life of the Party at night, where did the actual, like, inspiration or concept for the show itself come from? Is it because you wanted to create a more relatable space for those those girls in this, like, age group? Where did you feel like there was, like, a hole in this type of space? Mm. Like, where, what inspired you the most to come up with it?
1: So, I grew up acting and dancing since I was age four, and I knew I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't have the balls to do it. And Mm -hmm. I grew up watching YouTube. I wasn't ever really big on like watching TV. Like I'm not up on the latest TV shows or movies. Um, but during the pandemic, you know, that's all I had to do. And, um, it just occurred to me that like, you know, we're in this pandemic. I'm not getting any younger. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) I don't know if we'll ever get out of this pandemic. And if we do like we only have one life to live and mm-hmm. I want to try at least doing this, you know, whatever this is that I decided to do. And so when the whole caller daddy drama was happening during the pandemic, or then when they were breaking up, um, Barstool was looking oh, that for feels new like talent. Forever, right? doesn't, it, doesn't it feel like forever oh ago at this point? Doesn't yes. it? They were looking for a new talent. And I, you know, Shannon and I, we were friends. We were in the same friend group. Um, we were always hanging out together Mm -hmm. on the weekends we worked together and I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, listen, like I think, cause like, I mean, you know, Shannon, you know, that she has like this bubbly personality. Like she's perfect for the job that she does um, in the studio. And I saw that in her and I reached out to her. I didn't think anything of it. Like I didn't think it would lead anywhere. And I was like, Hey, I think we should like submit something to Barstool and like try to do the damn thing. And she was like, Dude, yes, I'm so down, but like <laughs> You were probably she, like, like, What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, Oh wow. But she was like, screw bar stool, like we don't need them. Like, let's oh, just do it ourselves. Yeah. I was like, screw bar stool, we don't need them. Like, imagine the ego. So who needs barstool anyway? Little did we know, doing it on your own is very hard. Yeah. Um, but we decided to buy the um what, is, what was it at, from best buy the oh, starter the pack? The influencers, it literally yeah, the starter was pack. called the influencer starter <laughs> pack from best Shot. buy for 150 dollars. it came with like a ring light attached with a tripod for your phone and that's what we would record the videos on um but you know the name mm-hmm. i don't how long did it come i feel like we started recording before yeah
2: we didn't know what the name was michael came that up was, with the name
1: that was the last thing that came was the name yeah it was wow.
2: weird it took forever but you know what's like to answer your question about like the, the gap in the space mm-hmm. because I think like Abby and I became so close we literally met at work so like the mm-hmm. the show is literally like about our journey because we met through like our corporate jobs we didn't know each mm-hmm. other from a hole in the wall and then we kind of just started gradually becoming like work friends and then we started grabbing drinks after work you know That's talking so about whatever and then we just became like so close because yeah. of it and I think we wanted like we realized like she said we listened to call our daddy and like, we love that and stuff. But I think what we would often do is we'd find ourselves like fast forwarding through the, the sex stuff and like the tips mm-hmm. and this and that, because I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm 26. Like it is what it is at this yeah. point. <laughs> but like w- what we realized was like, we liked the, you know, the friendship aspect. And I was like, I kind of want a space where it can just be me and my best friend, just like talking about, you know, our lives and stuff. And I feel like the gap that we found that existed was, people you know are coming home from like a long day and they're you know driving home they're exhausted and we wanted to like share our like okay this is authentically what we do we literally like I just drove here after work we show up at the studio we haven't talked to each other all day and we're literally just catching up on our lives and we want other people to like kind of join in on that with us do you guys
0: feel like during the day you have to be like stop texting me save it for the podcast
1: yeah like sometimes we won't Shannon save. doesn't answer me oh,
0: okay well, i don't then, text at work no she's, Shannon's she's a very waiting. busy
1: woman um damn shannon this is why she does the sale pitches because she's <laughs> i know she's great. so good at that it so good. she's so but, good but we also realized when we were getting drinks after work that we mm-hmm. would talk about work because we work together so you know we'd catch up on like the work drama and yeah. like what's going on at work and we realized like okay like we're getting drinks after work that doesn't mean we have to talk about work so you know in our little sales pitch in our intro it's like where we talk about everything and anything under the sun except for work because you know you spend the majority of your life working you're with your co-workers more than your real friends it's most scary of the time. Mm-hmm. it is scary and you should be able to have a drink after work and just not think about work yes oh yeah, yeah so like that's kind loose. of where the podcast idea came about where it's like all right like let's not talk about work let's talk literally about anything but and so mm-hmm. that's our goal
2: mm-hmm. and- what is Sorry. No, go. No, you go. No, you go. I was going to be, like, off topic, so I figured Um, if you wanted to say something. No, I was going to move on to the next topic, so it's perfect. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, I was going to ask you, what is, like, your obviously like with you doing Mm -hmm. this on your own right now i think Mm -hmm. it's so badass first of all i was like good for her and i could totally see you doing it because i was like she can just completely fill a room by herself like she can do this by herself i paid her to say that what do you i know i I was literally (laughs) a paid sponsor (laughs) um (laughs) but what is like your journey with it right now yeah so um i
0: think that the concept of thirty 34 surviving like I want that to, to stay and ring true. Like, yes, I, I think that it's so important to normalize the fact that being a certain age does not mean you have to have X, Y, and Z accomplished or under your belt. And mm-hmm. I think that so many people are in that same space of still feeling like a little lost or still feeling like they're unsure um, or have more to do when they hit that number of 30. And so yeah. um, I still want to be able to talk about, you know, all those d- topics like dating and work and our, you know, fun times and self uh, like self-esteem and body image and all those things. But um, I also really want to sort of put a twist on it. Obviously it's not so much fun like sitting in a room and talking just to yourself. <laughs> um, especially cause Hurley doesn't like to talk back to me. So I, I want to be able to have like guests still and, I, and not just doing it by myself. And so um, the sort of plan is to have more um interviews with women and men but mostly women who um have um you know maybe they've taken that leap of faith and like started their own business or they've you know gone after that passion project that they've always wanted to and talking about sort of like the process to get there and what that was like and same thing for you guys like how the show concept came about things like that because I want it to empower people at home that maybe still feel like a little stuck or a Sure, and showing them that like, if you believe in yourself, you can do it. And where there's a will, there's a way. And some of these people didn't start until they were at their end of their thirties, you know? Yes. So like, I, I think it's that like encouragement and that push to have people just like
2: believe in themselves a little bit more and do a little bit of that. I love that you said that because I don't know if you've seen this, but Mark Cuban, I don't know. Oh my God. Do you know what I'm talking about? The tweet. So he tweeted like, I don't remember when it was, maybe it was like a few years ago now, but he was like, it was, um, the tweet said it was this day, you know, roughly like however many years ago when I was 31 years old that I went to an ATM and was looking at a negative balance. Oh hell like, yeah. And I remember just like seeing that and it just got goosebumps because I was like Mark Cuban, like we look at him as the mm-hmm. successful businessman and all the stuff that he's accomplished, but people don't realize like he didn't really find that success till he was like well into his thirties. Exactly. He's not someone like we, we're always like, well, you know, like Zuckerberg, like he was like 19 and like blah, 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 like made Facebook. But I'm like, no, 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 like that's great, but there's so many people that didn't find tremendous success. They're in their like thirties or even forties. You know what I mean? And Uh, we don't don't like
0: know ourselves all that well in our twenties. Like we're still learning a lot about who we are. And I feel like your thirties is that area of your life to start truly finding yourself and then like acting on it and embracing it full on. And so how can you have, all of your shit together before you even know who you are. I mean, it's just like impossible. So I, I think that people, I want people to like stop beating themselves up and feel that like, em- like that empowerment to go ahead and just like go for it and do it. So 100%. that's sort of the game plan. That reminds me, I am, um, um, I remember like watching like a video um a while back of like Jim Carrey. He was like, I was broke as shit. And I wrote myself an $100,000 check. And I didn't cash it. But I was just like, one day I'm going to be able to do that. One Aww. day I'm going to be able Ooh. to do that. And I think he was in his, like, early 30s um, or, like, late 20s at the time. And then he said, like, two months later, he signed the deal for the Holy mask. God. And his, like, whole life oh took off. God. So I'm, like, a big power in, like, manifesting, Man- yeah. too. And so I think just, like, talking about things, putting it on in the universe and just, like, having open conversations and, um, like, bringing down, like, the wall of, like, oh, that's so cool what she does, but I could never do that. Like, mm. actually showing maybe what the steps are to take and giving people that confidence is so important. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's what the plan is, ladies and gents. Um, but you were talking about, you know, obviously getting drinks after work, which comes to mind is, like, drinks after work tends to be a common date A lot of people go on dates with drinks after work. Um, You have been in a long-term relationship for a while. You, you're still fairly new, but like, I feel like you guys under a year, but still like, what? Um, We started dating
1: October of last year. Oh, okay. So it is a year. Yeah. Yeah. Our first date was in October of last year.
0: Okay. Okay. So you guys are not on the look for a significant other. Um, But I was curious about while you were in a relationship and while you were single, do you feel like the relationship status of your bestie impacts your friendship whatsoever? Do you feel like you notice a difference when like you guys are both in a relationship or when you're both single or one's in one place and one's in the other? And Um, it's not necessarily be like you two specifically. It could be like in general or like another time in your life. But
1: I think with Shannon and I, I don't see a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, I've only known Shannon to be in a relationship. Um, but there were times when I was friends with Shannon and I was single and, um, to me, there's no difference, but I think with some of my other friends, I do absolutely notice Mm -hmm. one. Like one of my best friends since middle school is recently single and you know, we've never been single at the same time. Yeah. So, which is so weird to think because we've been best friends since middle school and you know, she wants to go out and she wants to do all these things, and I'm like, oh, I don't really care. <laughs> like, like I'm not just like yeah. down to like, you know, party like I used to when I was single. Not that I don't like to have a good time and go to the grand and let loose, but <laughs> it's just my my weekends look a little bit different. Like mm-hmm. this past weekend, I was with my boyfriend's family the entire weekend, and you know, I. We had date night on Friday night, but I'm lucky with Shannon that our boyfriends, are best friends, they've been best friends since diapers. Birth. Literally. <laughs> oh so my God. I know. So, you know, it's actually, so I it's, like, like
0: it's like a bonus. You guys probably get is. more yeah. time together than even before.
2: I think like with Abby, when we first became friends, I was still, cause I was with Michael then, right? Yeah. I was fully with Michael. Okay. So yeah, when we became friends at first, I was in a relationship, she was single or like single-ish. And I think the only difference was like, you would always like come over, hang out with Michael and I. And I almost felt like, I almost feel like you were like the third like wheel yeah. wheel in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like she was like the the second you know girlfriend. Yeah. And Michael. <laughs> I love that for you. Well, it was it was kind of true that Like Michael and I, Michael would take me out to dinner, and like Abby would come, or like we'd be having like a movie night, and Abby would be there. Like <laughs> <laughs> like so many like Abby would sleep on Or, No, you wouldn't sleep on the couch. That's where you do Except the too. high maintenance. <laughs> but like Abby would stay over till like three in the morning, and then she'd drive home. Like whatever, but. Mm-hmm like we were just always, it was like the three of us were always doing things. And it felt like Abby was like part of the relationship. And I think <laughs> when she started dating her boyfriend, um I think if it wasn't Michael's best friend, it might have been different. But I think because it is, like, it's Michael and his best friend, like, are attached to the hip. Yeah. So it's now just the four of us always on, like, a double date all the time. That's but, so fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I asked that because I think that, um, I, I do think also, like, it's with maturity, too. Like, I think, you know, when you have that friend that has, like, a boyfriend when you guys are, like, 16, even when you're 21, it's oh, yeah. like, oh my God, gag me. They're obsessed with each other. Like, your friend <laughs> changes because she yeah. wants to be perfect for him. But I think as we get older, It's not really like that. Um, But I do feel like um, one of the things I've talked about before on the show um, is it's an interesting point in my life. Like, season, I have had a group of, like, nine girlfriends since we were in seventh grade. And I am the only single one. And, like, that's fine. Like, it's not, like, poor me. Like, I enjoy being single. But I do feel like it's just that weird space where it's like, oh, we're just grabbing dinner. Like, oh, we're doing this. And I'm like what am I doing this weekend? Hmm. What am I doing? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, huh, like I just like notice like their life, like it just seems like a little bit more settled. And so one of the things that I really appreciate about you guys is the fact that drinks after work, you guys have, um, focus so much on like creating a community. I feel like your, um, listeners are not just listeners. Like you want them to meet up and become friends and and engage with each other, socialize with each other. And so you've created that Facebook page and you guys have done so many different things in Boston. And, um, you know, it's great. I feel like there's been stories on there of like, I just moved to Boston. I don't have any friends. Does anyone want to get a drink on Friday night? And, girls meet up and now you're like, you're forming friendships and you're bringing people together, which is so great. Um, where did that original idea come from? Like, did you guys ever come from a point where you're like, Oh, I don't really like have a lot of friends. Or did you feel like girls were mean to you? Or is it just important for you that like the, the girls that you that follow and listen to you, um, like connect with each other?
2: I think it was like such a lonely time for so many people during the mm-hmm. pandemic. And I feel like Abby and I were literally sitting there one day and like, just kind of hanging out with each other. And to be honest, like I think we are blessed. Like I think we have a yeah. great group of friends and it's like funny you mentioned like friends getting into relationships. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that even though we both are, we our whole group of friends is like pretty single. Like, a bunch mm. of single people like bopping around and i think that's why like for people that are in relationships we yeah. do a lot of like single things if that makes sense like <laughs> we go we do a lot of like you know trips with our friends like we're like we would do like a big like weekend like getaway and like stuff like that with like 25 people and like because yeah. all of our friends are single and they want to do those things so i feel like we kind of have those like we live we you get relatively, the of both worlds yeah we mm. live like relatively single lives and i think like abby and i are very keen on like even though we're in a relationship it's like her and i still will have a night where we're like let's Bounce around the city. Let's go to the Grand. Let's do this. Let's go to this bar. Like, let's have fun with our lives because just because you get in a relationship doesn't mean like all of a sudden it's like, you know, lights off. And I think some girls, and I don't want to make make the mistake because you can do whatever you want with your life. But I think sometimes people are in such a rush to settle down. Mm -hmm. And I have friends who did when they were like 23 and now they're coming up to me and they're like, I wish like I wasn't in such a rush. Like, I wish I could have just enjoyed. It's like you, you go to high school and college and you work your ass off to like, you know, start making an income and being in your 20s and then people rush to just settle down. And it's like, well, why not just enjoy it? You know? Mm-hmm. So I think like, regardless of your relationship status, I don't think it's like, oh, single can be fun. Relationship isn't. I think you can make your relationship whatever you want. I think that's one thing mm-hmm. we do. Um, but in regards to like the community, I think that we were just talking about how we felt like super blessed to have this group of friends, but how we've encountered so many girls throughout the pandemic that are like, I moved to Boston during the pandemic and people are mean as shit here. And the bars are closed. Starbucks (laughs) is closed. I'm literally losing my mind. Like I'm depressed. And we were like, we have to do something. And I think that's when we put the TikTok out Mm -hmm. that just like gained a decent amount of traction. And we were like, Hey, if you're a girl in the Boston area and you want friends, like comment, your favorite place to grab a drink, like let's link people up. And we got so many overwhelming responses of girls who were like, Oh my God, I'm desperate. I just moved here. Like I need to make friends. Or like, Hey, I moved in with my boyfriend and I don't have have any girlfriends girlfriends. here. And Abby actually had the idea. She was like, let's create a Facebook group for these girls. So it's like literally her baby and she's done an amazing Mm -hmm. job just like spearheading it. But that's kind of how it started.
1: I love that. So what is the name of the Facebook page? So it's called Drinks After Work Boston Baddies. Mm. That's what we call our listeners and the girls in the group are Boston Baddies. Perfect. It's for girls only, unfortunately. And um, it mm-hmm. is a private Facebook group because we wanted to, you know, create a safe space for girls to, you know, have a community where they can ask questions like that they don't want to ask in front of guys like, mm-hmm. oh, like, where do I get my hair, nails, makeup, Botox? You yeah, yeah. I need a dermatologist. I need a gynecologist. Like I just moved to Boston. I don't yeah. have all these things. Um, or, you know, I see sometimes girls are like, I just got out of a breakup. Like I need to get a drink after work. Like let's link up. Um, but there's three member membership questions and I'm very, very um, strict about it because I I write in the first question, if you do not, if you do not answer these questions, I will not accept you (laughs) because I'm weeding out, you know, guys, I'm weeding out, you know, bots, I'm weeding out people that, you know, don't have good intentions. What are the
2: membership questions? It's just, they're simple. They're
1: simple. And there's no reason not to answer them. It's, you know, what is your favorite place in the Boston area to get a Mm -hmm. drink after work? What is your favorite or what is your go-to drink order? And then why do you want to join this group? Yeah. Okay. And I have over a thousand membership requests just right now that, you know, are people that either they're guys or they don't have a profile picture and they didn't fill Mm -hmm. out the membership questions. Mm -mm -mm. And there, I've had girls with no Facebook profile, like, picture but in their questions they'll write I know my profile looks suspect here's my Instagram handle and I will and I will fact check them and I'm like okay (laughs) this is a real human yeah you're in
2: (laughs) you're right because we all we do like the biggest thing is it being safe like yeah I'm obviously like I guess someone could make a fake profile but like we want to just screen for or I guess Abby like she's the one that really does all this but wants to make sure that it's not a random person that could come into a group of girls who are being vulnerable with each other Mm -hmm. or like talking about personal things or like hey like anyone like looking for a roommate, you
1: know, yeah. even extending
2: that far, you want to make sure it's like a safe community. And
1: they literally make plans to meet up. So like, God know, forbid so there's cute. a guy in there that knows like a group of 10 girls are going to this bar at this time on yeah. this night. Like, yeah, we don't want people lurking. I don't know. Lurkers. I, yes, <laughs> We've
2: had friends, like one of our guy friends one time, like he put on like a wig and like sunglasses and like took a picture and like <laughs> tried, tried to, to get, tried get it. it. That is <laughs> so
0: hilarious. Sorry. Right well, there. I think
2: it's a really cool thing that you guys are
0: doing. I think it's really important. You and too. I think that, um, it's, makes total sense that it sort of maybe sparked from the pandemic but um it's like necessary then and now you know and it's still like a great thing for people um that you know we're just looking for something to do make a friend need like Someone to just listen to them, to Mm -hmm. vent or whatever, ask questions. Yeah, totally. Um, I love it. Um, I would like to play a little game with you girls if you don't mind.
1: Ooh, I love
0: games. (laughs) My favorite game in the entire world is Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And I have some questions for you girls Red Flag or Deal Breaker. So if you haven't played before, the um, basis is Red Flag is like, A little sus, but like like, eh? I think I could like deal with it. And deal breaker is like you would have nothing to do with that person immediately. Okay. 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 Um, But these aren't necessarily all dating questions. Um, The first one is he suggests going to his place for the first date. Real red flag or deal breaker?
2: Deal Deal breaker. (laughs) Wow. Hundred percent. I actually.
0: I feel like that's actually perfect after you're saying like creating a safe space and like you can't (laughs) go to the dude's house on the first night.
2: No, actually though, for the girls listening to this, like on a very real note. One of my friends, obviously I'm not going to say her name, but was just in a situation where a guy invited her over instead of going out for drinks. Mm -hmm. And he actually was like very pressuring. Um, and it was a very bad situation that she like ended up having to leave and like was very upset. Um, every single girl I know, um that I'm friends with who has gone to a guy's house who's invited been like oh like no let's just have a chill night and watch Netflix like instead of going out or Mm -hmm. something well a he doesn't want to buy you a drink or food which is lazy and b (laughs) it's like he's literally trying to get you in a situation where you're already at his apartment yeah I feel like it puts you in a very vulnerable position yes and every girl I know that's gone to that position has been like he tried to sleep with me and it was very uncomfortable and I didn't like it so I just that's like the one thing I'm very firm on
0: I love that I love so sketchy. I can tell how serious <laughs> you are about it yeah I feel like um the only like maybe exception like if you already like know them like so you've been friends oh, yeah. for a while whatever but like True. stranger danger yes. absolutely would never do like that like dating
2: app like do not go oh, to his house oh
0: hell no yeah hell no <laughs> um okay um, he wants to bring his
2: mom on your weekend getaway trip.
1: Mm, Dale Baker. <laughs>
2: no mama's boys. I'm, I'm just like picturing um sex in the city when Charlotte marries that guy <laughs> and like his mom's like super like creepy. Uh. Um, I guess it would depend on like how long I've been with him. Like if it's like a three year long relationship That's and there's like sweet. a particular reason, if it's like our one of our first trips together, that's probably a deal breaker. But if there's maybe a reason, I'd just say red flag. I don't know. What about you?
0: I feel like I would be like, can we do something really fun next weekend with your mom at home? And <laughs> yeah. if you and me go away. Like, well, I don't. Why? Also, just like why? the three of us is weird. That's like,
1: weird. why? Why us?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. If he doesn't have social media.
1: That's hot yeah
2: (laughs) i don't hate it so we love it it's neither
0: a red flag or a deal breaker there's
2: like something about like the mystery of a man who doesn't need to feel validated through social media like he doesn't even need it that's kind of hot like i feel like the opposite is the guy who overuses social media and i Mm -hmm. instantly am not really about that okay i respect that
0: Mm -hmm. um he quote unquote forgets his wallet at dinner (laughs)
1: Oh, you won't get a second date. <laughs> no. Not even if you VMO me. <laughs> no, I am judging. <laughs> Uh, literally where you choose to take me. I'm choose. I'm judging by what you order. If you order an appetizer, what kind of drink you're ordering? Like, no. Wait, can you tell me about the appetizer? Like, like what, like, what, what would be weird about? to get? No, like, if you don't order an appetizer or if you don't eat the bread. Like, if you're not ordering an appetizer or eating a basket of bread, like, I don't want to date you because yeah. you're no fun. There's was actually one of my- Because you're no fun. You're no fun. One of my coworkers went on a date
2: with a guy who, like, went, took her to a sushi place, but got, like- The mac and cheese with, like, some sort of weird, like, fish on top of it. And she, like, even though the date was good, she was like, I would never go out with him again. Because the (laughs) the order was so fucking
1: weird. (laughs) That's harsh. Did he get get edamame for an appetizer? Because appetizers are important. That's true. I don't know.
2: I didn't ask second level questions. (laughs) Um, Forgot wallet. So, I think it's, like, I know it was, like, it sounds a bitchy for us to be, like, it's a deal breaker. But... Mm. In the end of the day, as a girl, you have so much shit to f- remember on a date. You have to do your hair, your hair, your like your your hair, your makeup. You want to look good. Yeah. Pick out the perfect outfit, make sure that your heels master- match your purse. As a guy, all you have to fucking remember is your is your wallet? <laughs> truly, that's the only thing. Truly, so if you can't even get that right, then I have no words for yeah. you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. I actually went on a date and this happened, and I like truly could sincerely see he was like so upset and oh, so embarrassed, oh. and I felt badly for him. Do they
1: take Apple But pain? I did. Th- <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's the hold up? I don't get it.
0: But I truly was like, at the same exact thought, I was like, you had one job, mm-hmm. you had one job, and like. Even, like, I was going to, like, offer, you know, you got to offer. You got to give the gesture. Like, I don't have a problem actually paying for it. But I'm like, you really just didn't bring it? You really just didn't? I couldn't. It's also the
2: whole, like, mental thing of, like, oh, like... If I end up dating this guy, there's every girl kind of wants a guy that's gonna kinda take care of her. And it's like, oh, he can't even remember his wallet. Like Yeah. He I don't, this is a glimpse. Is he gonna like a t- glimpse into our relationship. Yeah, no a thank you.
1: The future, I'm all set. Yeah.
0: It's so true. Um, okay. Um, your best friend is friends with someone who you don't get along with.
2: Ooh. Red flag. Mm. Yeah. I think I think that's, I think it's a red flag. I think it depends on like why, obviously, like Mm -hmm. if there was a girl that was genuinely like, why you
0: don't get along with that person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like if there was a girl that genuinely was like a bitch and we always say this like mean to you and like, I wouldn't be friends with her. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Um, okay. And then last but not least, we're
2: going to do, um, dear TFS. So if
0: you guys haven't listened to the show before, we usually close with, um, Dear TFS, which is basically like a Dear Abby, where um, girls like or listeners, some guys have written in before too, um, ask questions and they want like a third party opinion. So we answer it for them and give our advice. So I want you guys to be the ones to give your input this week. Um, The question is, Dear TFS, lately I have been feeling like I'm getting pulled in a million different directions. Think hamster wheel. I'm constantly going, going, going. And while I enjoy having a busy schedule, I need to start prioritizing myself a little bit more. How would you recommend that I s- politely start saying no to things so that I don't bite off more than I can chew?
2: Ooh, I think it's, this is literally me. Yeah, is. <laughs> Holy shit! Shannon's
0: like,
1: I cannot help that's you amazing. with this. Take your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a That's a loaded question because it sounds like she's already taken on more than she can chew. Yeah. And if she's anything like myself, if I start something, I need to finish it and I need to give a hundred percent because if I'm, if my name is on it, I want to make sure I'm proud of it. Um, To pull, see, I'm not really good at being polite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I would just say no. I would just be like, no, I, uh, as much as I would love to help right now, I'm not in the, you know, space capacity. I don't have I'm not in a place to give a hundred percent and I want to. So, Ooh. you know, can we circle back maybe later? Ooh. Can we table <laughs> that's Beautiful. For now. Can beautiful. We, yeah. I'm not kind of thinking on the spot, but I think I would just say like, I'm not in a place right now to, complete I really this, like that. You know,
2: I really like that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. And it's also honest. Um, I st- myself struggle with this and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. You just read that because I was literally talking to my boyfriend and my family earlier. And I was like, my new year's resolution is to slow down. Oh my God. been doing so much. And I feel like. Am I in your head? Well, no, just genuinely like, with life. Like, I feel like it's like flying here, going here, doing this, doing that, like mm-hmm. going to these, all these crazy places, like literally back to back to back. And I almost feel like doing so many fun things, which is great, but it almost like dilutes each thing because you're constantly yeah. running to the next thing and you don't even get to process it. And like enjoy and, it. Yeah. You don't even get to really enjoy the life that like you're getting to do all these fun things, but you're not actually enjoying it because you're just running rampant all the time. Um I also it sounds like this girl struggles with saying no I struggle with that too mm-hmm. Um the best advice I have is that so if you feel that your life is too fast instead of being like, okay, I'm overwhelmed in the moment. Like don't cancel things you've already committed to keep your commitments, but make it a goal to be like, after these round of commitments is over, I'm going to make some changes. And the way that you make those changes is by saying no to people when they first ask you. Yeah. I often will like lead something along and I'll be like, Oh yeah, that sounds like a really good time. Like I, you know, I definitely would be interested in that. And then, you know, the weeks go by and then all of a sudden the commitments right around the corner. And then I'm like, Oh wait, no, that's the same weekend that I have six other things. I'm going to be so stressed. But at that point, I feel bad like canceling on the person. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just try to make it work. This is
1: literally shame. And, that's exact, and then exactly it's like,
2: do. and then I don't realize it cause I suck at planning and I'm like, I have 15 things to do this weekend. And then I end up just like trying to give everyone a fraction of my time instead of being fully like present where mm-hmm. I am. So the advice I have, like first off become like really good at using your calendar. Like that's something I'm trying to work on. It's like, okay, I have, I have, I can't have four commitments on the same day because I always forget. Mm. Um, But then also saying no to people like right off the bat and being honest. Like I literally told someone for the first time today, they asked me to do plans um, beginning of January to go to this club. And it was so hard for me. But I literally was like, you know what? I've not been prioritizing my mental health or like anything about like myself for literally six months and I'm so drained and I'm, I'm so sorry to have to do this. Like I want to see you, but I want to like Abby just said, I want to give you my best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't, I'm like trying to make it a goal to myself personally to not do things like this for a little while, like until I can like recharge. And -hmm. they were like, Oh my God, of course. Like love you so much. Hope, like hope that everything works out. And they were so nice about it. But if I had led them along and been like, oh my God, yeah, that sounds so fun. Like I'd probably be so down. And then I waited till like the week before and then was like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I can't yeah, they'd go. Probably pissed. They'd be like, okay, well, you couldn't like schedule yourself better. And that's the thing. Like I have no one to blame but myself. Yeah. So like, just like make it a goal for like the new year, like deal with the commitments you have. And also like, if someone is like the other side to that, with saying no to people, like if I said no to doing something with Abby, she's a true friend. She would never get mad at me. Right. So if you're, if the people in your lives if the people in your life are getting pissed at you and you feel scared to say no to them, then like maybe that's not someone that's a good friend. I know that's
0: what I was wondering, but I feel like it's more of like, she's just scared to actually say it. I hopefully it's, she's not scared of like their reactions. I feel like it's like working up the courage to say it. Um, but I think that that is a really good point. But I also think that like, you don't have to apologize either. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think you have to be like, I'm so sorry. Like you're like what are you sorry for like so you're true. for being honest like yeah and I think people just respect the fact that you're like transparent and honest and I think it will go a long way and I think that once you like start the first one like now you're gonna have so much better success at saying no to things because you've like gotten over that initial hump like you know what I mean like now that you've said no to that club like next time you can say no again and yes. then the next mm-hmm. time and like it'll just get easier and easier
2: that's so true um
0: all right well thank you guys so much for coming on. It was so fun to have you here. Yeah. Um I love that you guys are both if you guys aren't watching they both have like their little black.
2: Yeah, why do we match? Completely matching. It. They look like our little twinsies. I know. <laughs>
0: um okay so um If you guys are following them on social media, it's at Drinks After Work underscore. Um, If you're following me on social media, it's 3040 Surviving. Um, Please um, write in more Dear Tiff questions and let us know what you want to answer. We have more guests coming up. Obviously, we started talking about that a little bit. Um, So we'll have a lot of different people's perspectives and opinions on things. So um, definitely down to answer whatever questions it is you guys have. Um, And we'll see you
2: guys next week. Thanks for having us. Bye! Bye!